0: Listening to KNKR LP ninety six point one FM Kohala.
1: Ma ko e kaula, o keia kama na i ma hele kawe ma no ka mea ualo ihi kapaiyo. Kila apundo, o kea kama nava imahi le kawa imaka, no kamea ualo ihi kapayo anta, a ualan e capoa capoe o o que aco vai com ai pula o
2: Again, it's November 2nd, 7.04, (laughs) and you're listening to CanCare LP 96.1 on on your dial. (laughs) Hey, people, I'm sorry. uh, We're running into some uh, problems uh, with our microphones and whatnot. I can't even hear myself, to be honest. Um, Can you guys hear me? You guys can hear me now. Oh, okay, great. <coughs> um, all right, I got that problem solved. But uh, yeah, I want to thank you guys for being here and uh, participating in our uh, talk show where this is Kuka uh, Kuka with Kalani, and we have uh, uh, six people in the studio. this what, four, seven, eight of us, and I really appreciate you guys coming. I know you were at a previous meeting. Was the see, uh, Kathy was, uh, what's the name of the meeting?
3: General Plan
2: 2045. Oh yeah, right, the general plan meeting, yeah. And uh, there's about what twenty some odd people there? Yeah, or more like
3: a dozen?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> more than a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I counted, it was twenty. Oh well you did, okay. You're in the back, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, uh, so I know you guys are still coming on in. But yeah, again it's seven oh five, you're listening to KRLP ninety six point one, FM Kohala. And uh, if you want to call in, uh, please do. It's uh, 884 5657. Five that's 884 5657. Five and share any comments or suggestions. Or even if you have, uh, oh, no, no, we don't take complaints, right? <laughs> 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 All right. But um, usually, uh, you know, before we start a program, at the last time, I think you were here at Keone, right? Last week, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we started the Kuka, Kuka program. I didn't start it. One of the station managers felt that, well, we should have a Hawaiian legend uh, program. And uh, they invited me to do it. But as time went on, we, it morphed into somebody else. Uh, Politicians wanted to come on and talk about, you know, what they uh, were doing, uh, like Tim Richards and the mayor and uh, the county heads. Momocina, Parks and red uh, and all that. And so we kind of uh, went off on a tangent. But uh, last week, I what did I talk about? What legend?
4: Oh, uh, oh, Akaka
2: Falls. Right, yeah. Chief Akaka, who has an affair, and he jumps off the cliff, and he turns into this beautiful waterfall. And then um, on the moon nights of Hawaka, uh, it's a very still night like tonight. Very still. Uh, they said if you go by the waterfall, you can hear his wife uh, calling to Akaka. And uh, it's only on the Ho'aka moon. And so, you know, why uh, why, why, the Ho'aka moon? And we're catching you know, crabs, so Ama, yeah? With the flashlight, it was down Tabra please. I was with uh Maliko, Bobby Marquez, and some others that are catching crabs from a Baby Party. And Uncle Tommy Solomon was with us. And but we were catching the crabs are running. Even if you shine the light on, they are taking off. And then the moon came out from behind the clouds. And um, Uncle Tommy, not Uncle Tommy, Uncle Sonny Solomon looked up and said, Ah, well better we go home. And he said, look at the moon. And he said, that's Hoaco Moon. Well, he understood that we didn't, but uh, after he explained to us is that on the Huaca moon, that's when our ancestors walk about, walk about the land. And so you're saying, ah, uh, they're walking ahead of us. And that's why the crabs are running. Oh and they're, wow. they're not staying it, when we shine the light on them. So the Huaca moon is the moon where uh, our ancestors are walking upon the face of the earth. Yeah, but anyway, that was oh. like, uh, about awesome four moons ago. But anyway, that was the legend that we talked about. But I'm going to get right into our program. I had a legend I was going to talk about. We're going to do it some other time. But I think that suffice. But anyway, I got uh, I got Harry and I got Keone. I got Kalia. I got Rick and I got Kathy. And uh, we even got uh, Kalei and uh, Leah Leah, uh, here in the studio with us. But what we had done before, I think about a year ago, two years ago, I invited the people, and this is uh, coincidental, I invited the people who put together the Kohala Community Development Plan. That was about 10 years ago when they did the plan. But I invited them because the the model for the plan was keep Kohala Kohala. And so the people who were on that committee, uh, Fern White was the, uh, Dr. White was the, uh, the chairperson of that committee, and she came. Uh, I think David Ferretti said others uh, that was on the committee, and they made the model for their their plan was keep Kohala Koala. and so they were sharing uh, what it meant to them. And so I, I, uh, it's been like uh, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years. I don't remember. You know, you get to that age, you don't remember. But I thought of like I was at a meeting. And it was a very controversial meeting. It was about uh, the Corps of Army Engineers, who uh, are in charge of the coastal waters and any kind of development. And they were getting community input to build a boat ramp. And uh, very controversial, you know. Uh, those with boats of course they want a boat ramp. They make it s- easier for them. Those without boats, it seem like no, they don't want a boat ramp. It would, uh, invite a lot of people from outside. Anyway, um, so this guy uh, gets up and says, you know, I was born and raised in Koala. And that carries a lot of weight. You know, oh, this guy born, this is his home, right? And he said, you know, I, I'm in favor of the boat ramp, et cetera, et cetera, And then this younger man stood up and says, you know what, I was born and raised in Koala too but I'm not in favor of the boat ramp because you can do this, this, and that. And the guy who said, well, you know, I was born and raised in Koala, it's an older guy. And then he, he, he talked again. He, this is what he said. He said, well, you might've been born and raised in Koala, but you don't know the Koala that I know. And you know, that's uh, a pretty soon, I think in another 10 years, I don't think that's going to make a difference because all the guys that remember the plantation days You know, there were adults that had families that was paying a mortgage and all that. Uh, They'll be done. They're going to go home. And so uh, I wanted to bring a cross-section of people. Like I got Harry. Harry's like 80 years old. 78. (laughs) (laughs) 78, 80, what? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 78. And uh, how old are you? 48. 48. That's a difference of... uh, Thirty
5: years. Thirty
2: years. Right. When you were thirty years old, you was being born. Yeah. When you were thirty years old, you was working where? it's nineteen
4: seventy-five.
5: Uh,
2: plantation, that's when the plantation was shut down, nineteen seventy five.
5: Uh, on Monaco.
2: You was working in Monaco. Yeah. Okay. And you was thirty years old. Uh, right? The yeah. The don't worry, Harry, I got the math. <laughs> 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 and then we got Kalia Khalia, how old are you?
6: I'm 21. And
2: what year did you grab from Colla High School? What
6: did I do after? No.
2: What What year did you grab from Colla? Oh,
6: 2020.
2: Oh my gosh, that's just like yesterday, almost. <laughs> Not too long, too much. <laughs> much. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So when you was like 10 years old, that was like what year? 2010, right? 13. Huh? 2013. 10 years 2013. Ago. Oh, okay. So. Your perspective of call is different then. Uh, yeah. And then we got uh, my friend Rick here. Rick here what, sixty?
7: Yeah, sixty
2: nine. 70
7: Oh, seventy. Yeah, <laughs> we, enough. No, yeah, close enough. Okay. But you weren't born and raised here. No, I um, I wasn't. The first time I came out here was in nineteen eighty. To so visit. To visit. And um, that's when the hook got set. And then I just started. I had a, such a nice time. I started coming back and coming back, and and finally I uh, moved here for good in 1999. 1999, so uh, almost 2000, right? Yeah. And so so oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just ended j- almost 25 years now. Okay, you've been here for 25, 25 years,
2: years full time. But then there, I wouldn't say many, but there are people like you that have moved here. Some have been here for like 20, 25 years, 30 years. And so they weren't here when the plantation was operating, right? Correct. Yeah. But this is your home now. Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. we're gonna get your perspective of a person who came from
7: an island community. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was where? Uh Nantucket Island. Nantucket Island, off, the east coast. Yep, off the coast of Massachusetts. And you go,
2: you know, over six thousand miles and you're now in another island community. Yes. And so, you know, that's going to be a, a different perspective. And then we're going to, Kathy, I'm not going to ask you how old you are.
3: I had to calculate.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, how old are you? <laughs> I remember you're still in high school. <laughs>
3: 61, class of 1980. Yeah, you're how old? 61. No way. Yes, my daughter's 30 years younger. No, 30 years younger than me and my son is 20 years younger
2: than me. How are you feeling at
3: 61? <laughs> Getting younger. <laughs> Wow, yeah, you look young.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, a good friend of mine, Calais. Uh He's sitting in with us. Calais uh, how old are you?
0: Forty-nine yesterday. Forty-nine.
2: Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happy birthday. And
0: Forty-nine.
2: The older,
5: and the older guy over here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: and then we have uh, a good friend of mine, Tony. And I can ask, how old? You were about what, seventies or something? Yeah?
8: Yes. Um, uh,
7: How long you've been here
8: how old you are I've been here 50 years 50 years yeah yeah yeah
2: just like me yeah we we came here 50 years ago uh, when the plantation was going and that's kind of like the benchmark yeah like we here when the plantation was running yeah and uh, that gives you a totally different perspective of what Kohala is and then Leah just I'll talk for you how long have you been here
8: Ninety-three. That's like twenty-seven years ago, yeah? What well, do you mean in Ohio? Yeah.
2: Oh, since so 1999. Nine nine. Huh? Ninety-nine. Nine. That's yeah. like, uh, pipes <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 this is getting too difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. years, yeah. Anyway, so our topic tonight, and I just want you guys, you know, let me raise your hand. You know, this is not, okay, mm-hmm, elementary mm-hmm. school or middle school. You still raise your hand in school. I don't know. Kathy, huh? did they still raise their hand? I
1: oh you know,
8: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I, I hope so. I think I was in one yeah. meeting today. They yeah. said, Oh if you want to talk, raise your hand. And yeah. I thought, Oh.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I kinda too old for that. <laughs> okay, so but if you have something to say, go ahead. And people out there in uh, radio Radioland, you know, you can call in Do you have any uh, suggestions or comments, eight eight four five six five seven. So the topic is what does it mean to you <coughs> to keep Kohala Kohala? And I'm going to defer to our senior member who uh, told me I'm the oldest one here. Uh, and Harry, what does keep Kohala, Kohala mean to you? Family. 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 Yeah. Wh- what do you mean like family?
5: Oh, I was family in mean Kohala. I knew like the Puerto Rican, Philippines, Hawaiian, That Kohala.
2: And so, what about what? Well, so, what does it have to do? Keep call. So, if you want to keep call a I mean, what? What would? How um, would
5: you? Those days were, were simple. We didn't ask that much because the pay was small during the plantation days. We couldn't ask, and they work, and they work hard. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, to keep caller caller is to keep the family unit tight. Yeah, family tight. Okay. And uh okay. And not just chime in you guys? Uh, okay, we we're, we're still trying to get our sound system set up here. You okay. good to go? Yeah. All right. Tony, you good to go? You got a mic there on your own. Okay. Yeah.
8: Um, so I grew up on Oahu and in a plantation setting, and when I moved here, the plantation was still going. So it was, um, it was, not a big transition. However, what I feel like is that what was going on then was a community of people that were caring about each other, that were taking care of each other. If somebody had something bad happen to them, everybody stepped up and. M- help cook food and take care of the family Um, it was very much like that I think the other thing that I recall is we could go anywhere there were no fences there were no gates Um, you could you could even go on the Cane Hall roads Uh, you could get down to the ocean you could fish anywhere you wanted Um, I think those are the things uh, the values that that I like and I'd like to see preserved. Mm.
2: Okay, so it was uh, yeah I agree with you. It was a carry community. What do you think about that, Keoni? Well, the uh, going off our uh, Uncle
4: Harry's uh, family, it's true. So n- I grew up 80s basically. My my <coughs> years 80s, 90s, and uh, um, basically, we you can do uh, carefree whatever. You walk the streets any time of the day, pretty. pretty much any time, and, and feel safe. Your, your parents at home, n- not even a care, they know you fine because all your family is all around watching out. Um, if something happened to you um, in New Lee, Javi, they'll know already, like mm-hmm. in, in an hour, in a, pretty much in an instant. So yeah, that's um, one thing I feel. I wish we can still have, but slowly it's, it's not happening. Now, uh, sometimes I lock my door in my, on my vehicle, where before, no, yeah, even, not even. No, yeah, why? Yeah, why? Never have to, one. now.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. What about
3: you, uh, yeah. Kathy? You know, when you say keep Kohala, Kohala, when we have our um, Kohala reunions, um, that always comes up. That's really important. And it's um, preserving Kohala values. And as Henry, um, Harry said, Ohana is important. Um, everybody takes care of each other. You know, you watch each other's kids. Uh, we try to keep the cultures alive. And then I'm kind of hoping, you know, we want our children to go to college, get the education, but we want them to come back home, come back to Kohala, and then continue um, our values.
2: Oh, good, good,
3: okay. Uh,
2: uh, Kale,
0: I I agree on what on what Kathy said. Um, to have our youth, our children to go to college, get educated, experience, see the world, but come back and give back to our community um, and kind of leave it in a better place than when we were born and we grew and maybe we can put in and make it better, uh, change the culture to wanna go to college, wanna wanna be um, somebody who can help somebody and you know, go in and experience the world, but come back and share it, and not necessarily Kohala grow two stories. You know, shopping centers and all that. Keep it the way it is as long as we can, but we still need growth, and that growth can come from educating and um, encouraging our kids and our youth to continue to grow.
2: What was the first time you took your first plane ride? Oh. Uh, fifth-grade Kamehameha school exploration all oh, right fifth grade. how old is that <laughs> about ten, 10 years old 10 years old yeah 10 years old wow how about you Kalia now you're 21 years old you graduated 2020 <coughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh, you really didn't experience some of the things that uh, the rest of the people in this room experience but still yet yeah, you're born and raised here in Koha
8: right?
2: what does keep mean to you
6: I think it's At least to me it's the preservation of the land community the Aloha spirit and the culture within within the town and it's not necessarily like restricting others from what we have or you know being a part of a community but it's more so respecting the the traditions and history of this place I mean without Aloha spirit what are we left with
2: right and so we have uh, Rick here uh, our traveler uh, you, tr- you, you came from one island community traveled 6,000 miles and fell in love with Kohala well all,
7: all all these things that everybody has just talked about were all things that I could see when I came out here the first times and every time I came back and got to know a few more people because the times that I would come back I already knew a few people here so I would get introductions to a couple other people and when I would come back I would kind of even know those people a little more and all of these things that everybody has talked about is what made me over those times of visitation decide that this is a place that I wanted to live because I was very ready to leave the place that I had been living for the past 15 years this little island off the East Coast of Massachusetts
2: uh, you mentioned that uh, y- you could see what the others are feeling uh, when you talked about family and whatnot uh, what what value for what they're expressing uh, struck you the most
7: well the 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 fact that a news travels fast here and you can't keep things quiet you can be, be people gossip <laughs> yeah well well you can sure you can put you can put it that way but a lot of it's out of concern and caring for everybody because it's such a tight community I mean I've talked with you about this before but when people ask me friends that are still on the mainland a lot of whom have come out here in years past for a visit to see this place that I always speak so highly of it's just that that lifestyle continues on and as an outsider to be able to see that and feel that it's just that magnet that that keeps me here because this is the kind of community that I was looking for small and tight-knit you can be left alone here but as you said Keone if you've got problems people will help you immediately and you don't have to advertise it because the news travels and people just come and catch you like falling water through your hands, oh, that's and that's that, that's that, that's the kind of place I want to live and continue to live.
2: Yeah. I know, Leah. We're sitting there just observing, but uh, you want to share any of your feelings? Um, I just
6: echo what everybody else um, has said. Basically, the, the feeling
2: of what everybody's feeling.
6: Yeah, I mean. It was it was different for me to come to a small town from the big um, country, or f- first of all, a different country, and then a you know, big city. You came from. I came from New Zealand. I was born. Oh, New Zealand!
2: You came from New Zealand.
6: Yeah, and to um, I mean, I tell you, when I first popped um, off the plane at the corner airport, I wasn't impressed, <laughs> you know. And then um, eventually, you know, when I got older and got married, I moved here to Kohala, and um, it took me a bit to get adjusted, but I can't see myself going back to any other place. This is where uh, I okay. feel at home, what I call
2: home. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, when I came to call in 1971, it took me two years to uh, finally realize that, wow, this place was special because it was like slow. You know, I came from Oahu where things are quick, but over here it was like everybody moving two speeds. Uh, one was slow the other was stopped <laughs> 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 but you guys mentioned uh, what was really important I think uh, a part of Kohala that was important to you maybe Kalia uh, wasn't able to experience that and I think Kathy you brought it up or Tony you brought it up you all brought it up was the freedom of movement I was wondering if you could share what does that mean freedom of movement uh, w- w- you know when you mentioned we had the freedom of movement we could go anywhere we wanted to.
4: Well I, yeah I know um we used to live Halaula too and uh to go to the beach you just go hit the Kane hall Road, go Kapanaya, Lighthouse. Pratt Road. Yeah, Pratt Road. <coughs> and um that's where too it would would was open all the way to Alalai, javi And a lot of people our age, my age, can cont- uh, can say that that's where we learn to drive. Oh you know yeah, no, no police no, yeah, no, no, nothing. Just going back and no need to worry right, about. Right. and that's one of the yeah, our free free to go. And <coughs> yeah.
2: So you could hit, say Pratt Road, and then take any Cane Hall Road going down to the beach. Well, basically, just stay on
7: Pratt
5: Road.
2: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh even what about going on Malca? I one. Yeah, go ahead. You're talking to the mic, brother.
5: feeling of movement. It's the place I used to go, now, you can't go there anymore. It says Why not? Keep, keep out. Oh, keep outside. I used to go there, Keone. Hmm. Up the mountain, I used to go myself. I can't go there anymore. I am not feeling to go. I'm stuck. Hmm. I went mean, to Tokyo, to, in to, 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 to the cemetery. It says, keep out. I can't go there anymore. Yeah you want to knock on the mountain, you can't go anymore.
2: So so what happened, Kathy? Well, what, what restricted this movement?
3: You know, back then, we, we didn't worry about trespassing. We, we just went where we wanted to go, and I yeah. think we had the respect, and we didn't...
2: Um, it wasn't going to make any kind.
3: Right, right. And you could let your kids go play, go with their friends. There wasn't worries that, you know, they might get hurt. So yeah. it was different different home mentality, and (coughs) we had more freedom.
5: Now you're gonna ask to go there. (laughs) Yes, Tony.
8: So I like to hike. I'm a hiker. I love to be outdoors and walking around. And um, I recall when I first moved here, there weren't gates and fences. Fences is a big one. Fences came when, uh, the big landowners decided to make pastures pastures and then gates but I recall when I moved here I used to hike from my place um, and I'd start at like Taga Pond, Taga Pond uh, yeah. uh, uh. up by um, Mountain Road I'd go from Taga Pond at that elevation all the way to Polaloo. I used to hike it It'd sometimes take me a couple days I had a tent, and <laughs> um, There was nothing, I I would see maybe one hunter the whole time or, um, but uh, no people, no no, uh, fences or gates to go through. And I think that's the feeling of, um, we used to have an expanse of space that we lived in. And with each gate and fence that came along, our expanse got smaller and smaller.
2: You know, one of the uh, comments uh, my wife did a film, "O how how dealing with Huayma mamalahoa and the struggle for access. But one of the uh, interviewers uh, interviewees uh, said, you know, when the plantation closed and the land tenure transitioned from sugar cane fields, cane haul roads, to the raising of cattle, which uh, you needed fences, gates which eventually became locked. He says, we were restricted to this asphalt ribbon, you know, this black ribbon, a road. You went on the road and you went to your house. You went on the road, you went to the store, the post office, the bank, and then back to your house. You couldn't go Maka, you couldn't go Makai anymore. You know, it was like locked in. You know, they had this restriction. And so that's the feeling I get when you guys talk about the freedom of movement. Yeah. Uh, and you, you guys talk about a caring community, like uh, Kalia, you know, I know you're, you're 21 years old, so what, you, you're smart, you uh, know. You're listening to these guys talking about the Kohala that they knew growing up. Uh, what do, how do you feel about those things? Like the freedom of movement a community that's caring, helping each other.
6: Well, it's definitely something new to me because, I mean, like they said, there's a lot of restrictions now. But um, I mean, just having that freedom of movement sounds really interesting, and I'm sure that a lot of people would maybe want to to have experienced that for themselves, but sadly can't because it's not like how it was before.
2: So it's kind of sad yeah I mean you feel kind of sad about it
6: yeah it, but it's it's nice because um, I mean I, I like hearing about everyone's perspectives and it's like a little history lesson about Kohala that I've never really heard before
2: I think a lot of our listeners never heard that either um, when we talk about the values uh, what values are most important that you like to see the community uh, not to lose that value, to uh, perhaps reinforce it and and have that value uh, known as a Kohala value, let's say. And I know you guys talking about one value was caring for each other. I don't know, what do you think, Kathy, is one of those values that you think was really important in making us a community?
3: Kohala is always special because we have that connection and um, we work together, different organizations. I think that makes us unique from other districts. Um, when I go out, I see that you know we're putting on an event, and we have all these organizations to work with, and they cooperate with each other. And some districts don't have that connections. And like you know, we know like um, more people in Kohala, and we just work together. So it's connections,
2: the connections with each other.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I you guys have
2: class reunions
8: yeah
2: yeah that, it's, you know, I, and you I saw you guys had one and your classmates are all over the place but they come back those that went away yeah now, that's the call a reunion that you get getting involved with all these yes. people come back
3: they, they just love Kohala and great excuse to come home you know every now it's gonna be three years right 2025 uh, two more years but, and then five years after that, but yeah, a good excuse for them to come home. And it's amazing how those classes, what, 1962, 63, they all come home and like, they're so connected with each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. That's said, love, aloha. You mentioned that aloha, Kalia. Uh, Kalia, I was gonna ask you that, I know you work for the County of Hawaii. It's a yeah. uh, two-speed. these anyway um, I know that the statue the courthouse that yard is a showcase for you guys yeah you I mean you guys make sure that that place is looking really nice I've never seen the grass long there it's always I don't know how you cut with the weed eater on the side of that cliff. <laughs> but it always looks great. And to me that's the value of caring for your community.
0: I think we we all from Kohala is one plus, um, working at the county. Um another one is we really take pride in what we do, but we have a running joke because we're not related, right? All five or six of us who's there, but out of all five, six of us, we related or know somebody in Kohala. So no matter what party event that goes on, we're gonna have somebody that we know that will give us the gas and crank us up. If there's a fern growing in the in the gutter, if there's tall grass, you know, by the side. So, um. We we try our best to go with what the scheduling for all these events are. So if Kilauea has um, three events Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll go there and make sure that each one of those days when that new um, family comes in to use that facilities, that it'll be clean and ready to go. Not just we did it one time and it's good. So good enough. We got we got some good remarks from the mayor all the way down to our superintendent and we try to uh, set the bar high because like you said everybody sees it so um, yeah we're related to somebody so they're not gonna let it slide <laughs> 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 you know that's a good
2: point kohala was uh, when they came here yeah tony and uh, uh when did i get here 71 the thing that i noticed yeah was what impressed me was I came from Oahu, right? Which was kinda crazy. You know, it was like, lock your doors. Not only to your car, lock your house, bro. You know, uh, that's how it was. And, uh, but the thing over here that impressed me was, uh, they took pride in their family name. Yes. That you never go out and make trouble. You didn't go out and get into a fight That was so shameful to fight with another koala person. They they That brings shame to your family. And, you know, from Oahu, I'm going, wow. Yeah, these guys are like, to me, I was like, wow, I was depressed. Did you guys experience anything like that?
0: Not so much me. Um, You just lived it. Yeah. It's something you never thought about. We were told from our parents to the aunties, if they get out of hand, you can give them leakings. So, so
2: everybody was was put uh, in check. (laughs) So er, like you mentioned, everybody was like uh, looking out. Yes. Like, oh,
0: yeah. It's that quote, right? That, you know, it takes a village to raise a a child and that's what everybody's child is in Mm Koala. It's everybody's responsibility.
2: Wow, how about you, Harry? Was that something that was important? uh,
5: being pride taking pride in your family name oh yeah you gotta talk closer
2: Harry. yeah uh, my mom was a bully girl
5: was a bully yeah so i took pride in, in my my family name respect you know my aunties and my uncles good examples you know when i needed help they were there you know and like my mom, is she was the only girl in the family, you know, among all the boys, so, so we things got hard. My dad passed away when I was a young boy, you see, and then, man, our income was small, so... Oh, know, yeah, 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 There was of us, so. we had a hard time growing up, we didn't ask Ma like Bicycle, recruiting. My other five things, no five things, no, nothing. So I respect my mother, what she did for us, you know? When, when my uncle didn't need help, my mom said, kind of she he's stuck in the bar, get she give. But we had a hard time too, for the jet. I remember yeah. your mother,
2: <coughs> Yeah. We uh, when we came to Kohala uh, we didn't have any place to stay. And so we were living down at the uh, Beach Park. We had a van. And so we'd live out of the van, yeah. But, you know, get shower over there, bathrooms. <laughs> so easy, yeah. And, you know, Honolulu, just make house, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Harry's mother, Selma, yeah, Selma Cabrera, she told us, go stay at her house and you leave. Uh, go stay there for free. And this was her reasoning. She said nobody was living that then you guys had moved out to yeah. uh yeah. 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 I remember you, your sister Isabel and, all that. and uh she said go live in the house. Nobody pay nothing. Yeah. We had to dig our own the kind of house though. I don't know what happened to the old, but but she said go stay there for free because if nobody is in the house, the house can die. Mm-hmm. But when we get somebody living inside the house, the house will live. And uh, that was her reasoning. She said, you guys go live over there for free. And uh, I remember when she lived in a uh, couple of across from the Mitchells, yeah. and we made sure that we would take her fish, you know, when we go fishing like that. But yeah, I, when we talk about a caring community, the old timers like your mom, yeah. and the, all the old timers, right. that's how they was. I mean that's how they were, they never they never judge you. I mean, you know brah, me and my friend, we had long hair, right? And it was unusual for local guys to have long hair because the only guys that had long hair was the hippies backpacking through Kohala on their way to the valleys, right? <coughs> you know, they're going to get in there and go get loaded or something. <laughs> and so when we blew into town we had long hair, the people look at me us like, "Who? whoa, what is this? <laughs> you know, but your mother and people like her you know they never judged us you know it's just like oh you need help and that's what i loved about you know when we talked about a caring community i was wondering if you had examples your own uh, personal examples go ahead tony
8: so i'm going to talk about a value that i noticed right away when i moved here and that is it's um the value of seeing what needs to be done and doing it and not sitting around and waiting for the government to do something or someone else to do something. And I saw it not only on the small scale, like you know your neighbor needs something. Oh, well, you know I got. Uh, you need someone needs care. Oh, okay, I come over. Um, on the small scale, but also on the bigger scale. Um, good examples recently are when you, Jeff, um, became part of the group. The group that fixed the pool. You don't know, wait for the county to do it, just do it. Um, Pratt Road, you know, we need it for an emergency road. And the CDP guys just, okay, we do it. And, and even the government's like, they're holding their heels down and saying, oh, wait, 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 you can't do it. But oh, you, you yeah, do I it. remember that.
2: <coughs> no, that's true. That, that's really true. Is that sometimes, uh, I, I, I know, I hear you, and, you know, uh, you Kale, know, and even Kathy. And uh, you know, there's something to be done. Instead of writing to our council, senators, mayor, whatnot, send emails, phone calls, write letters and whatnot. Hey, something needs to be done to do it. That's a koala style. Mm-hmm. Right? That was yeah, a call you just
4: do doing out of the goodness of your heart and it's like it's the right thing to do and it's like the the thing to do, you don't know, you know, even think about it. Oh, that's normal. Just go out and do. Don't expect anything back.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never expect yeah. anything back. Yeah, yeah. You know. But you know, I'll I give you a good example. Uh, I had to clean my yard. It was like you know, you know, Kale. <laughs> The thing. oh that's oh. You, you don't clean your yard for twenty years, you're in trouble. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking, well, should I get a chipper or should I get a roll-off? And yeah, remember, it? Yeah. And I was talking about a chipper, and your brother, Keone, goes, oh, you get the chipper, let me know, I'll come run them for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I had one job in here, so, you know, chip some trees. Oh, you know, that was like two grand. But here's Keone, he says, oh, yeah, get the chipper, I'll come run them for you. And, you know, that's, that's cool.
0: Yeah. That's,
2: that is it. I never, uh, and it brings me to that Hawaiian value. Which this is really boiling down to that is these values uh, you'm know, not going to use the Hawaiian culture is what is kokoa? Kokua is doing something without being asked, and that 's koha. yeah doing something without being asked, yeah. yeah, but yet some people they're going to do something, but you let them do them, you know <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's yeah. a, a, another value is cool. Yeah, <laughs> has you to know. come from the heart. Got to come from the heart. How do, What does that mean? Come from the heart.
0: You got to be willing.
2: Just, just do it. Just, just you, right? Yes. Just you. No
6: ulterior motives.
2: No ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I know, I, I know everybody here in the room. Like, you know, I know you guys. And, uh, I, I, you know, some of you are very, I know you guys, you guys do things that I'm are so impressed by, it. you know, even uh, uh, my good friend here, Rick, me, uh, only I know, yeah, and that's how it is, yeah, only you know of what certain people do, you know, nobody else knows, but you know. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I love about Kohala. Um, I have a question for you guys, because we talked about caring community, yeah, how we help each other. But <coughs> I kind of get the feeling that are we losing that? Are we drifting away from that? Because uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who, he used, I forget what the uh, the word is, where, you know, you use these different analogies. Well, for example, he says, oh, Jeff, he says, we are no longer, we're we're becoming a community, not about koala, we're becoming a community, becoming communities of me. We're no longer becoming communities of we. And you know, that's how he talks. But uh, when we talk about caring community, I'm wanting, I think back, yeah, Tony, Kathy, Harry, Keone, Kale. When we think back to those days, the plantation days, where we know that it was a community of we, are we kind of drifting away from that, or have we drifted away from that?
3: Well, back then, you didn't have money. You, you had to rely on each other or... Um, talents. Talents. You know, people went to each other's houses. You fed the kids. Um, That's right, yeah different. Today there's so much stores, there's computers and different, so much technology.
2: We're isolating ourselves.
3: Right? The kids are on computers, they're not running around.
0: You couldn't come in the house until it was dark. Yeah, to stay outside. Oh, yeah, to stay outside. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. you wanted to stay outside yes. and play. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, okay. I and drink that. from the
3: pipe. Yes. <laughs> from the holes. <laughs> from the holes.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're thirsty. Yeah. yeah, the water holes. No, no filtered taste water. Tasted so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Tony? You, you're deeply involved in community issues. Uh, uh, do you feel we're becoming less of a community, of we, and one of me?
8: I I disagree. I think <coughs> we're becoming more of it. I, it's it's a different. We become we more of a community of we us, yes together. yes we do. And I can give you some examples. <coughs> okay. One of the one of the most obvious is the CDP prog- process. We didn't it didn't work for us the way the county had it set up. We just changed it, and now we have the advisory group, but we also have eight sub-commit, subcommittee groups that meet every month. Uh, people come out on their you know they could be watching TV they could be doing something else but they come out to meetings to help guide the community just tonight we had the general plan come out and there were 25 people there counted oh, 123 <laughs> okay I'll use 23 <laughs> no, okay, no, no,
7: no.
8: <laughs> no but uh, the things that a Cathy is doing at the at the hub oh amazing. I mean my goodness when the pandemic happened um, did we have anything near like the amount of food available to families, the amount of caring, the, the, the health, wellness um, advice and stuff? We didn't. It, I think it's, at least my view, it's coming back.
3: I think, in, well, people in Kohala, I don't think people in Kohala can starve because there's so much food out there. Yes. I mean, you grow your own food or there's the food pantries, there's food drives.
8: The
2: ocean. The the ocean, and yes. I I, I think, um, yeah, I would agree with you, but I'd also disagree. It's like, uh, take Joe Casimiro. Okay. Uncle Joe has moved on. But he was one of these great fishermen, shoreline fishermen. And, uh, you know, his son in law was Matthew Kupaka, who was a good friend of mine. And so I got to know Joe through Matthew when he would go fish for Ulua and whatnot, or fish for anything. And that was my connection to Joe. And uh, I remember Joe, we're sitting down in a group, just talking story, you know, like this. And uh, somebody said, oh, you know, like, Harry, you know this, we, we down kill kill. And the wave come in, as the wave is cresting, you see all the fish in the waves, yeah? All the fish in the wave. remember that? Yeah. They said, now, you look the wave no more nothing there's no fish in there yeah. and then I made a comment and said yeah you know uh, i get nowadays is rubbish fish yeah like Ninoi was rubbish fish Michael is rubbish fish you know you're not to go for that right and then Joe Casimaro said this and he said no more such thing as rubbish fish
8: mm-hmm.
2: yeah mm-hmm. That's, that's and I think that I agree with you, but the part I disagree is, bro, it ain't like it was before. Is yeah.
4: so yeah. I agree with your disagreement because <laughs> now, <laughs> because yeah, like a, I, I like that. I agree <laughs> with your disagreement <laughs> because now I, I'm more involved, like deeply involved with the community, and um, I see there are different communities forming. Uh, you get the newer people. Who, say, who always bring out the same thing I hear constantly, oh, I've been here 10 years, oh, I've been here 15 years, and I've never seen them before. As to where my involvement with the youth sports and all the activities at the park, the, the people pretty much who I grew up with, that community basically stays in, a, in, in a basically their own circle. You don't see them... Meshing or uh, doing things together, and that's where I I say that the communities they all it's basically they all venturing off their own, and even the farmers I don't see all these farmers around Kohala um, doing things with the youths the sports youth program because they have their thing doing they have their own thing so kind we'll
2: of a separation yeah has, has a slight uh, separation I mean of yeah, course
4: yeah. they will yeah we'll see each other and say hey how's it yeah but when it comes down to um, uh, your community how you making it stronger because what what you do for a living yeah that's uh, not working
2: I, I hear you I hear you what, what was one of the biggest events Kathy Harry Calais Leone, you know and maybe even you right Tony what was one of the biggest community events back in the day?
4: Oh, open, market. open market. FFA,
2: open market. FFA, right? FFA. That was huge.
3: Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, we used to have concerts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Grease
0: Pole, Grease
3: Pig. <laughs> have food. Grease
2: Pole, the Grease yeah. Pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, poor things. They go grease the pole and put, what, $5 <laughs> at the top of these little dollars. kids. Uh, $15. They're sure, right? <laughs> killing themselves <laughs> trying to get yeah. up the grease pole. But, yeah, it was the FFA open market. That was so huge. Yeah. One are the events that oh, and then the plantation, remember?
5: Yeah.
2: The over The wires over the road, what did they used to do? They used to put the Christmas lights, oh, right?
3: Every Christmas in Javi. Yeah? Wow. Yeah? i missed that They yeah. all the, the christmas, christmas lights, lights across the street
5: yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. and they had um, labor day in the park they had what labor day
2: labor day what did they do Eric?
5: they had the grispy they had a they had, um, chicken fight chicken fight what <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back up, <laughs> back up oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah no, no, don't no yeah. tell the kind of secrets
5: <laughs> <laughs> Plantation truck was going to pick you up to, to come in that park.
2: The plantation truck?
5: Yeah, going to pick you up to live in, the, actually live in New Orleans.
2: Because the union was strong, eh? yeah, strong. <coughs> uh, IOW. yeah? Yeah, union was strong. The I O W. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember the uh, I O W was a strong union. Everybody belonged to yeah. the union, all the sugar workers. And they would uh, sponsor events. Yeah. Yeah, you remember any, t- Tony?
8: Um, Yeah, I'm I'm going back to how things have improved. Um, When I was growing up in the plantation, it was a very hierarchical setup. The workers were the workers and the semi-professionals and the lunas were the lunas and the managers were the managers and then on top of it all was Castle and Cook, big board of directors in Honolulu. It was very, very hierarchical. And I, I don't see that anymore.
2: I do. I do. Not That is uh, more subtle. But something I never realized, I was at this lady's house. Because my, my friend had a contract to change the windows. And it was a mansion down on the, below al and I And I, I was in the house, and I went, oh my gosh. This thing is right on the ocean. I made. Huh? Ahmed at the war. Yeah, and then when I looked down the coast, I saw other homes that were like mansions. I'd never seen that before. Or one time uh, we flew over a plane, by a plane. My uh, friend, the father had a plane and we were gonna fly to Maui, and so he cruised sort of along the coast of uh, of, uh, of the uh, Kuala Coast. My gosh. I saw homes I never realized were there. And these yeah. weren't the kind of, uh, you know, Halaula, uh, H- Halaula <laughs> Heights. I mean, you know, <laughs> this was in Halula Heights. I mean, this was like, I don't know who these people were, but whoever they were, man, they're, you know. But l- the thing i point out is a good story. Benny Raymond was part of William Amala Hall. One night, we're gonna meet with Bob Sui Moore, the vice president of Casting Co was brought here to shut down the plantation. And we're gonna have a meeting with him on access, yeah. And there's a group of us. And Benny's sitting there and he's got he always had a towel around his neck. That was a call of style, yeah. The men would wear towels around their neck and they would wipe the sweat from their brow. Ah, they worked in the plantation, right? And so he had his towel, his signature white towel. And he's sitting there by himself and they don't look too good and to say, hey Benny, what's the matter, sick? He said, no, I'm not sitting. And that's how we talk, here yeah, you know, staccato, yeah. And I said, oh, what's the matter? He said, uh, you know, I started working for the plantation when I was 15 years old. You know, I never go to school. I went to work. And for 15, from the time he was 15, to the time the plantation closed, I don't know, it was in his 50s or 60s, he said, all the years that I worked for that plantation, I never once would step through the collar sugar company office. Mm. He worked for the president as a 15 year old and not once did he ever step inside the office. And then he looked at me and he said, tonight I went walk through that door, I to sit down with the vice president of Castle and & Co. And then he looked at me and said, me, Benny Raymond. And I went, wow, that was heavy. I wrote that in an application to Governor Arioshi that he was looking for the most outstanding community organization. I wrote that about Benny, and Huima Malahua won the Governor's Award for being the best organization in the state of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And Benny but when I think of Benny Ring, like you say, and Tony, yeah, and he, he couldn't sleep that night because he used to sit down face to face, level, eyeball to eyeball, with the Vice President of And to him, oh man, that was huge. Anyway, hey, we got one minute left. Any last words oh. from anyone? Hey, take your minute of glory, Cal go for it.
6: <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Well, you know gonna share, tell us what you thought about all of this.
6: I mean I thought it was really informational. I mean I always love learning about new things, whether it's history, math, I mean just anything. So I think this is a really good experience hearing from different perspectives. I want to say different generations, but you guys aren't really that.
3: Old. old, old. Thank you.
6: (laughs) But I mean, it's always so interesting to hear from other people's perspectives because, of course, it's not your own and you want to find out what other people think or feel about how things were, how things are now.
2: Should we do this more
7: often?
6: Oh, definitely.
3: Oh,
7: definitely. Okay. I wouldn't mind. Uh, I I just want to say that uh, we've talked about how things are limited with less access these days and more gates and no trespassing signs and all but if you want to here in Kohala if you want you can go watch the sunrise right out of the ocean early in the morning and then in the afternoon in the early evening that's you true. can watch the sun set right into the ocean and we still have beautiful beautiful night skies here that's right thank, well. you,
2: Rick. thank you thank
7: you, Do you want have any last
2: words
4: Oh, mahalo for everybody's, uh, yeah, okay. uh, important. I would remind, uh, yeah, another round. Uh, yeah, yeah, not too soon.
5: Oh
1: yeah, maybe in another year. Yeah. So, <laughs> Harry.
5: Well, I thank you to be here to listen to everybody, the different perspectives. So, I got, you no, know, I'm getting there. Really. Yeah, you getting old. gonna So, yeah, I wanna see the mm-hmm. next generation. Yeah. To be like us now. No, listen to the kūpūna. No, listen to the ear. Oh, with the ear, yeah, with the ear. Yeah. No. Thank you, Harry.
3: Yeah.
2: Harry, I, I thank you for being here. Kathy.
3: We are blessed here um, being in Kohala. Um, I would like to see people of Kohala get active in the community and to know that your voices do mean something and especially the next generation because we're not gonna be here forever and we want you folks to have a beautiful place to live. Right, Tony.
8: Yeah, I would like to speak to the youth again. I think um, what, what I know from my own life is that I learn the best from people's example. And I think that the people of Kohala have set a good example for their children. And I think that that's how we are going to keep going. Is we're going to um, have the new next generation step up and 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 take take do do what Kohala has always done, which is take care of yourself. Keep Kohala,
3: Kohala.
0: All right, Kale. Yeah. um Just solidify Kohala as what it is. Um, continue to help it grow. Um, we've lost Shiro Takata, who was a big part of KCAA. Um, for a lot of youth out there that um, in all those sports he he made it affordable for um, all those youths to play, get better, or just to enjoy the sports without ha- having to pay. Um, we need to continue that as well as other activities, committees to strengthen Kohala. Uh, to send our kids to college um, from what they had back in the day from woods, um, FFA, um, ag, and auto, and just welding. just, just Our kids have talents in Kohala, and sometimes they just hide it away. We got to get them out there, get them exposed, help them grow so that they can continue to add upon what we're trying to do and set the cornerstones to build a strong culture in Kohala.
2: Wow, mahalo. I want to take this time just to thank uh, KNKR for the opportunity for having a radio station like this and for allowing me to have a program like uh, that uh, invites uh, this type of dialogue to take place. So for you listeners out there, you know, drop us a line on Facebook, uh, give us your comments. Uh, would you like to see more of this kind of uh, dialogue taking place? And I really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Until uh, next Thursday, Malama Pono, take care, and aloha. Ahoyo.
1: Aloha.